Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Praise God. Welcome to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. I'm Brian Moon, and I'm sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. Today, I'm very thankful we have James Roguski joining us. He's a researcher, an author, a natural health proponent, and an activist. And he has been uncovering a lot of what the so-called World Health Organization, also known as the Legion of Doom, has been trying to thrust upon the earth, which is world domination and a world health dictatorship. And they have new secret meetings going on this week as we speak, trying to pass satanic so-called rules that would basically enslave mankind. James Roguski, welcome to Truth Dealer Radio. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's very timely. Um, There's a lot of things to talk about. Where would you like me to start? Well, I would like to go through your latest Substack article, which I found very frightening, which details the new, I guess they call them amendments, that they're trying to force through which are not voted on by anyone in in the free world. Um, I'll, I'll dive right in. Um, I, I, you know, I'm just a regular guy in many ways. Um, and so a year ago, approximately in, in, in March, I um, came upon a document that was presented by the Biden administration to the WHO, the World Health Organization, it's a. Uh, it was founded in 1948. It's it's loosely part of the United Nations, and you know their original goal is to just try to make the world a healthier place. Okay, so you know that's a valid goal, but how you go about it is the question. And so I found this document, and it it mentioned that it was you know amending something called the international health regulations, and so. Like probably most of your viewers a year ago, I had no idea that these things even existed. So, you know, it, it's not wrong that people are not aware of it. They don't necessarily want you to be aware of it. And so I read the International Health Regulations. Um, it's an 84-page document. You can get it on my Substack. Um, about 58 of the 84 pages are the actual regulations and I'll help everybody out because it took me a long time to figure this out. They're not about health. Okay. They're improperly named to deceive you. This is a time of deception. That's a part of the deception. They really should be called the international surveillance and monitoring and reporting and emergency fear mongering regulations. All right. Now, if you look at it that way and you read it, it all starts to make sense. But when I read it a year ago, um, Article 3 are principles. And the first principle currently says that the all of the regulations must be implemented with full respect for the dignity, human rights, and fundamental freedoms of all people. And so I'm like, well, that's not, that's not bad, I, you know. Okay. Then there were some other things in the existing um, regulations that, um, I, you know, I disagree with, but it was a mixed bag. And so when I read the 
amendments. It's like, well, you know, if something's good, why would you change it? So, you know, why are you why do you want to change it? When I read the Biden administration's proposed amendments last year, which looks like a tea party compared to what they're doing this year, um, they wanted to hand over more authority, give up sovereignty, give up freedom, give up you know rights to the unelected World Health Organization. And so I was like, you know, this is headed in the wrong direction. They're taking away our rights. No, we want to hold on to them. And so long story short, and then I'll fast forward, um, the Biden administration's amendments in 2022, for the most part, were ignored. They were kicked to the curb. They were never brought up for a vote. But what happened is almost everybody, the media, and I, I speak to people every day, and they're still confused. They didn't realize that the international health regulations are existing law and that they were trying to change existing law. Almost everybody gets it confused with a totally separate thing, which are proposals to have a pandemic treaty, a totally new international law. Now, that's a 32-page document at the moment. The proposed amendments to the international health regulations are a 46-page document. I'm only talking today about the 46-page amending, you know, proposed amendments to existing law because they're horrific. Okay, I've, I've and, uh, read in your Substack, James, that they want to remove the phrase "respect for dignity, human rights." and fundamental freedoms of people and and, and i also thought it had i thought these were connected to the pan, pandemic treaty or whatever that was but you know last year that a lot of that got thwarted and we all kind of there's so many distractions happening mass yeah. die off of depopulation and everything that and i understand like as you said how people aren't aware of everything that's going on. They're obfuscating everything they're doing. They're not announcing this. Um, bread and circuses, you know. And so even if they wanted to remove the word full from that sentence, that would be terrible. That would be wrong because then they can just do whatever they want. They just want to remove the entire phrase, respect for dignity, human rights, and fundamental freedoms. What could go wrong? everything okay yeah. and and so um in a so, time when they're depopulating the planet already and it's like it's already a speeding train going down i mean it's a math problem at this point i said to my <laughs> wife this morning the death will increase unfortunately i'm sorry that people people and, are and, not ready to know this and, but and so it's a it's literally a math problem so so that removal of that first fundamental principle, okay? If the only thing people have time to read and take away from this is that sets the tone for 46 pages worth of changes. Now, I did a video, audio, written um, article. It's all the same thing. You know, the, the video and, and the audio are, are just the spoken transcript, so you can read it or you can listen or you can watch. A um, hundred reasons why we should oppose this. 
because on those 46 pages, there's a lot of things that they want to do to you that they feel they would be able to do because they no longer have to respect your dignity, your human rights, and your fundamental freedoms. Okay. Now, most of what, if you wanted to look at the next big picture in Article 1, they want to change the nature of how the WHO operates. And this is what most people are not aware of, right? The WHO makes recommendations. They're not obligations. They're not commands. They're not dictates. They're recommendations. And in Article 1, it says currently that whether it's a temporary recommendation or it's a standing permanent recommendation, it currently says that they are non-binding. Well, that's kind of redundant because that's what a recommendation is. Correct. Well, if they were to amend it as they're proposing, they would cross out the word non-binding. And when you read through the documents, what you realize is, is what they're really trying to change. And they have said this very clearly all the way back in July, that they want to pass changes to the international health regulations that are legally binding. Okay. So let me just bring this down home. Okay. Um, If your neighbor said to you, um, you know, I think you should cut that tree down. It's blocking my view. Right. You go, well, you know, I'll take your recommendation under consideration. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. You know, that's a recommendation. It's non-binding. Right. Um, If he said you shall, cut that tree down. You must cut that tree down. And he had a gun in his hand. Uh, you might cut the tree down. Okay. Or um, a court order. Or a court or, with or the what? police standing behind him, enforcing it. And and so the word shall is very different than the word should or may. Okay. And the word shall appears in this document 263 times. I didn't count them. You can throw it into a website and they count the words for you. 263 times the word shall is used. And so essentially what this is saying is that it's not going to be optional anymore. If they make a recommendation to do quarantine or lockdown, or you have to take a drug or a prevention or an injection or whatever they might think of, okay, because there's no limit on it. Um, it's not a recommendation anymore that's non-binding. It's mm-hmm. it's a command, okay? And that's, you know, we're only getting into, like, the first couple of articles, right? The second article says now, well, if there's an emergency, you know, that's under the scope of, you know, telling everybody, hey, there's a problem. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they, they added just a couple of words to that. And so anything that could potentially become an emergency. Well, that's pretty much anything you want it to be. Anytime they want to start one, baby. Okay. Now, it's not good enough to give all of this dictatorial power to the director general. Um, In Article 12, they want to change it so that not only can the director general just pull an emergency out of thin air and create, you know, a, a panic, um, they have the, the WHO is organized according to six regions, Europe, the Americas, Africa, Australia, you know, Asia, China, that sort of thing. 
Um, and so they have regional directors. Um, hey, let me ask you a question. Um, who's your regional director from the WHO, right? Did you vote for him? No. You know, you, none of these people are elected in any way, shape, or form by the people. They're not um, No, and they're not, they're not accountable. to, as it's, they're, what they want to change and add into Article 1 is to change themselves, the WHO, into a governing body whose proclamations would be legally binding. I'm quoting your yeah. your synopsis. Um, and so that we didn't vote for them. They're not elected to represent us. And frankly, you know, that's a whole other thing with elections now, the, the challenge that we face. Obviously, we all know there's a lot of um, dishonesty with the computers and everything else with the elections. I'll get flagged, but this is not going on YouTube, so... Um, but yeah, um, there's cheating. And so they control. But, you know, with, I just wanted to bring this out into my audience. Are you listening? Are you mm-hmm. hearing what these people have planned? Does it remind you of Revelation chapter 13? Some person in the, that's going to be a ruler. There's no election for this guy or whoever. To He's going to cause people, both great and small, rich and poor, to receive a mark, a biometric ID, if you will, in their forehead or in their hand. You know, I've I just seen a video of kids in China, I think. They walk up to a screen, they stick their face right up to the screen and get and get their forehead scanned so they can get their lunch, their school government lunch. And, you know, Amazon Pay and all these different things. Oh, I'm glad and, you know about that. I'm glad you Mark, know about that. And, and and Wellmark or Trust Stamp or whatever, the MasterCard and going in. No, we got streetlights that are going to scan us with UV to see if you have a mark. Well, there is no mark yet. Why are they setting it all up? And all of this stuff is going with the Great Reset. Am I wrong? No. And so um, a couple of months ago at the G20 meeting, the... Suppose that the health minister of Indonesia, who's not a doctor, he's actually a banker. He, um, he kind of sort of let the cat out of the bag. Uh, he said that Indonesia was proud that they had submitted amendments to proposed amendments to the international health regulations to institute a digital, a global digital health certificate. Now of the, um, 46 pages of amendments. Um, there's many, many, many different articles in the regulations. And so there are proposed changes to nine of the articles and three of what they call annexes that deal with instituting these tracking mechanisms. Remember, this isn't the international health regulations, really, it's the international surveillance regulations. And so there's I'm gonna many read, things. I- I want to read just what this says. It says, institute a system of global health certificates in digital or paper format, including test test certificates, vaccine certificates, prophylaxis certificates, recovery certificates, passenger locator forms, and a traveler's health declaration. And I think that's what you're referring to, the nine that they want to change all and, and annex the other three. And yeah, that's it's, just it's terrifying. All, it's all over the document, you know, it, it's in many different places. And, and so 
They are again. This to... is a worldwide police state. This has nothing to do with your health. It's a health certificate, but you have <laughs> you will not be able to go in or out of certain places, travel, stores, buy, sell. I don't know. They can add whatever they want to this afterwards. It's a dictatorship. It's a world. That's why I said they're the Legion of Doom. You know, like the cartoon. They want to take over the world. It's not a joke. They're really going for it. We do need to. I need. I want. I want you to give before I forget. Where can people go? I think it's Stop Genocide Twenty Thirty is one of the websites. Um, actually, let me let me let me get it all clear. Um, my main site. Yeah. Okay. Is on Substack. Substack is a blog slash newsletter, and um, it's it's free. It's free. It's free. You know, has always been available free for people. Uh, James Roguski, J A M E S R O G U S K I dot Substack dot com. Don't put a www in front of it. That won't work properly. Um, I I freak a lot of people out because I always give my phone number. And so anyone is um, encouraged to call me if you have any questions, because this is complicated. Uh, 310-619-3055. I'm in the United States, obviously. Um, 310-619-3055. I have a multitude of domain names that people can choose from. Um, my favorite, quite frankly, is screwthewho.com. S-C-R-E-W, the who.com. And what's on there, um, in September, the WHO asked, um, they made the mistake, quite frankly, of asking people to record videos expressing their opinion about what they were proposing. Mm. And so I said, you know, you have to admit when somebody has a good idea, and I thought that was a good idea, and so I encouraged and we got hundreds of people to let them know exactly how they feel. And I encourage you and every one of your viewers, um, everybody has a, a camera of some kind, uh, record yourself, express yourself, give your opinion, um, go to screwthewho.com, see what a couple of hundred other people have already had to say, and put your link in the comments so everybody can mm -hmm. see what you have to say, okay? Um, I have, uh, I'll give you a preview of coming attractions. Um, I'm probably going to publish this uh, in the next week, I hope. Um, RejectDigitalEnslavement.com because that's really what, what they're wanting to do. That's a draft article that is available. I'm still just kind of fixing up the you know, little details. And I also uh, work hand-in-hand -hand with a number of other people on, uh, and this is what I think you were referring to, preventgenocide2030.org. And uh, I also have stoptheamendments.com. And on many of these pages, there are many, many things that you can do. Um, you can push a button and send an email to every single member of Congress or give them a phone call. But the core issue, quite frankly, is to just raise the awareness of as many people as you possibly can. So whenever this video becomes available, share it. Because if you watch this and you go, oh, what can I do? Well, you can wake up the next person by taking a link and texting it to them or emailing it to them or direct messaging them. Um, you know, 
Yeah. How many people could you possibly invite to look at this? Now, there's a saying that most people are familiar with. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Okay. You can share information with people. You can't make them think. And so your job, if you so choose to, you know, people always ask me, what can I do? Well, what you ha- what you can do is very simply share information with people. Don't even dream that you can tell them what they should think. Ask them to watch this video, look into the information on the websites that I just gave you, give me a call and ask them what their opinion of this is. Hey, what's your opinion about setting up the director general of the WHO as the dictator general? What's your opinion about a World Health Organization crossing out um, dignity, human rights, and fundamental freedoms? Hey, what's your um, opinion about having to walk around with you know a, a card in your hand that you have to scan or your forehead or whatever? Um, a digital health certificate or a vaccine passport by any other name. What's your opinion of that? Now, if they're in league um, with the dark lords, um, they might be all for it. They might say, this is fantastic. I love it. It's about time. Okay. And then you know who you're dealing with. Yeah. And and it's um, sadly, these days, there are a lot of people, you'll see these tweets where they were so hateful against those who chose to not take the experimental injections from big pharma they're not vaccines and even people who just wanted to wait and said hey i may take that in a few years we'll see you know i mean people had a lot of different reasons for not taking those experimental injections and you see like all these people that are passing away and you're reading their former tweets that were so hateful They said they wanted to imprison us and everything. So those people are out there. They might say, well, yeah, take away dignity and take away freedom because then we can just, you know, medically rape everyone and control everyone and track everyone. Now, I just want to quickly ask you again. I know we're running out of time, James, but on Article 18, it it specifically targets something that's going on here where I live in New York State, where they have language that was... Uh, it's being challenged in the courts. They're trying to appeal. It got struck down, but our governor wants to set up these, uh, I would call them camps and mm-hmm. green zones and all this other stuff that's already in the in the language. But the Article 18 where it says, give the WHO the authority to require require medical examinations, proof of prophylaxis, proof of vaccine, and to implement contact tracing, quarantines, and treatments. Is that insane or what? It could be evil. Um, I think it's maybe a little bit of both. Um, The insane part of it is if you think that that's for your benefit. Okay. And and so uh, there are 46 pages of, and thank you so much, you know, obviously for doing your homework. Um, If you go to Annex 10, uh, that's where they talk about how nations are obligated to build um, facilities at points of entry uh, to implement the IHR. And you go, my goodness, what kind of facilities would you need um, 
at points of entry to various nations. And so um, the 46 page, the 46 page document that um, we're talking about is currently being discussed by what's called the International Health Regulations Review Committee on uh, from the 9th to the 13th of January. On the 15th of January, they their own schedule, their own self-imposed schedule, they will be submitting that to the Director General of the WHO because this review committee is not a democratically elected anything. They're a bunch of sworn-to-secrecy technocrats who are advising the future dictator of the world, they're going to hand it over to him on the 15th. And the reason for that is not that they follow their own rules, they break them all the time, but the bylaws or the the regulations um, in regards to amending the existing international health regulations require a four-month notice. The assembly will be occurring May 21st to the 30th, so they've got to get this in in mid-January in order to then share this with all of the nations of the world. And they say, just to be totally fair, they say, oh, we're just discussing it. We're not going to vote on it until 2024. Okay. Well, you know, you're not ever going to vote on it. We're not ever going to put up with this. And and so you and I had a little bit of a discussion before, the, uh, before we started here. And, you know, People say, oh, there's nothing you can do. It's too much power. It's it's preordained. It's destined. Um, and on some level, yes, maybe it is God's plan to have a worldwide dictatorship. And, and you know, everyone goes through their trials and tribulations. And the way I see it personally, and I'll tell you my own personal story, um, approximately a year ago, I was out working in my yard. I have a little bit of a food forest and it rained finally in California, so I'm, actually it's growing, right? But last year I was working in the yard and I just stopped and I said, God, you know, if there's anything that you want me to do, I'll do it. And somewhat shortly thereafter, I fell down this rabbit hole, found these documents. I'm like, oh, that sure looks like that could be an assignment. Let me do the best I can, all right? And so, you know, I think at this point, um, whatever the fate of the world is meant to be or whatever impact we can have upon it, right? Um, it's a test of who you are. I, when I wake up in the morning and, and I get an idea that comes from who knows where, okay? Um, I try to do the best I can. And if everybody would just start realizing that the outcome depends on the actions of everyone, and so if everyone says, um, ah, there's nothing you can do, well, then the, the people who want to do all these things to us, you know, are going to have a really easy time. And I'm doing my darndest to um, make it not easy for them. Amen. I'm not on their side. I'm clearly, I'm clearly choosing, you know, what I believe and what I work towards, and everyone else is free to make that choice. Um, make a good choice. And do the best you can, whatever that may be. And if you want to talk about what you might be able to do, uh, give me a phone call, 310-619-3055. Amen. And I wouldn't have had you on the show if I thought that if I was, uh, you know, fatalistic about everything. I do I do believe that um, because of certain prophecies that Jesus laid out, 
there's specific times. So, and I do believe we're nearing, you know, there's a clock that's running out and that's why the devil doesn't know the exact time, but he knows his time is running out. And then when you see these people, what they're doing now openly to children, their agenda is so wide out there. They don't hide what they're doing anymore. These amendments, they're just trying to do it. They're just, they're going to try to force it through. Yes, we're going to resist them at every turn. We should stand up and rise up and have your voices heard. Every person who hears this video and sees this video should be outraged that they want to cross out your human dignity, your God-given rights. God created us and gave us dominion over this, this world as, as men and women. And we have a soul. And we have a voice to get out and say, no, no, you are not going to do this to my children and my grandchildren. Now, if God's plan is for that, this is the final time and that these things are going to come to pass, they will come to pass. But we should resist this satanic treaty or whatever this is with everything we can do every day when we wake up. This is my opinion. Every, every, every bit of our life should be dedicated to this. This is the end game, people. This is not a joke. This is not a dress rehearsal. These people intend to dominate your body and your soul. They will kill you. They will think nothing of it. They're very, very evil people. And so I am, I, I'm encouraging everyone, share this video or share any other video where this information is coming out because nobody knows about this right now. We need to write Congress, write whoever you want to write to, whether you think they're going to listen to or not. Clog up their phone lines, clog up their emails, share it on social media, get banned, make your voices heard. And, you know, the time is the last final times we're running the clock out here and people are dying everywhere. I'm sorry. It sounds like a, you know, it's really positive message, Bri. But the truth o'clock, okay? It's truth o'clock. It's not time to hide and play games and rainbows and puppies and everything. This is do or die right now on this planet. And the next year is going to be, I think, painful. We're all going to know a lot of people who pass. So, you know, get right with the Lord and get your strength from God and, and from his word. And, you know, this is my message. And so James, I just want to thank you so much for coming on and I've got your information. I'll put on the screen for your links. Thank you so much for what you're doing, raising awareness and let's pray together that everyone will, you know, get the word out about this because between now and May, I think we have some time to make a lot of noise and that's all we can do right now and pray to God and and ask him to remember if, mercy and judgment. If if it's prophesied that there will be an age of deception, if this isn't it, I don't know what you could imagine that would be, you Amen. know, more accurately defined. And so and that's in their know, regulations too. They want to add to to Big Brother the information and misinformation. But I know your time um, is limited, and I just want to thank you for being on, and thank you so much, and um. God bless you and everything you're doing. And thank you everybody for listening. Any final thoughts or, or links you want to throw out there? Check out James. Um, if, if this is a character, if this is a character test, show the world who you are. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening. I hope you tune in again next time. 
and and remember, this is not a time to hide. Go to the Lord, seek strength, and stand up for what is right in Jesus' name. God bless you all.